something more fun. Dude, I just made Trader Joe's hearts of palm noodles. Are you aware of this shit? I'm not. Trader Joe's is out here inventing new parts of vegetables and shit, dude. Hearts of palm. It was like linguine, but it's a vegetable. No carbs. I was like, what the fuck is this? Dude, I'm cooking this shit. I'm like a scientist at the Santa Fe Institute being like, I, I'm like, okay, well, it's very watery. Was it, good? Um, it seems to absorb moisture, absorb moisture. Well, it was great, dude. Made some chicken alfredo with it. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Did it How have it? you fooled? Yeah, I'm full now. No, I mean, did it have you fooled? F U F O. Oh, I can't oh, even spell. Oh, a jester's fool. No, uh, yeah, no, it, it was not. It you was not it, okay. like winging it, dude. No, it was not good. But it was, still. It was, it's a vegetable. It's like, what are, what are you going to do, though? You know, am I going to, am I going to, am I going to start the week off by eating linguine, fettuccine, Alfredo on a Monday night unloaded? You should, you should at no point no. in the week, it, once a year, you should allow yourself to have <laughs> to a pasta olive, dish. Olive Garden fettuccine Alfredo. To eat pasta at all? I feel like. I never eat I told pasta. you I haven't had a milkshake in 10 years. Okay. Well, that's different. You know, I've. Pasta is. Part, once pasta a year. is a hard path. Yeah, well, you get one year, you get a pasta. You get to you get to enjoy food. I think like three or four times a year. My, yeah, that's that's a good, that's a good. I think that's a good when ground you hit thirty. Once yeah, once you hit thirty, the milkshakes are done. Pasta's out the window. Yeah, don't even think about it. Don't you're like I'm buckling down for year two of quarantine. I'm gonna be a pasta lord and make homemade. Don't do it, Farfadel. Don't. It's uh are you still are you still one meal a day? Yeah, I'm still one meal a day. It's pretty cool. I'm next phase is cutting out dairy, which we've talked about. You know what, dude? I actually I got into this. This is whatever. F- food. I I the food podcast. I'm doing the I'm doing the late. I'm do I, I okay, so I've been doing intermittent fasting. Lost a ton of weight. Now what I'm going to do I'm just going to do like a little bit of protein bars throughout the day. That's all I need. But then just doing a big ass meal and falling asleep on it at night. That's what we talked about this. That more or less. That's what my current strategy is somewhat. I think it's good because I've been like I I like self-medicate with drugs and alcohol to fall asleep every night. But if I have yeah. like a big pile of China, but like Kung Pao chicken. Good oh, night, yeah, dude. I can't stay awake. Give me a bowl of some like beef shawarma with like, you know, little tzatziki. Little yeah, dude. Game over. It Your boy's cr- out like a fucking lantern, dude. Isn't it crazy how much blood it takes to like digest a pile of Kung Pao or some shawarma? Yeah. Takes a lot of your gut. Takes a lot of your natural biodome to process that shit for sure. It's almost like you got to be burning calories while you're processing calories. Yeah, you got to be on the Peloton while you're eating Kung Pao chicken. Oh, that's a that's general general so's chicken. That's what's better. Power rank the shitty, not really Chinese chicken meals. Health wise, just taste Kung. You got your Kung Pao chicken. You got your general so's chicken. You got your orange chicken, which is like general so's and orange are basically the same. It's basically like a kid's cuisine, more or less. Most places that have General So's chicken probably won't have orange chicken. Yeah. Because they're kind of synonymous. Yeah, they're very similar. It's basically like bread. It's like a little tiny chunk of chicken, shit ton of bread covered in like honey, but not honey, honey sauce. Who do you think invented orange chicken? Actually, I think I know this. I think I'm not kidding. I'm pretty sure that Panda Express invented orange chicken and meaning like it wasn't a thing. 
and then I'll, I'm in maybe feel free to call me out here. But I think the story is that maybe that they were starting a business and they were like, what do Americans love? Fucking chicken nuggets. I mean, it wasn't a dish in the Ming dynasty, if that's what you're asking. That's correct. You know, it wasn't first created like on the great wall. No, is that what you're insinuating? No, it was. No, it was. Genghis Khan's crew was out there. I don't think they had a deep fryer. I don't think they were breading. They didn't. They just, uh, they fried the chicken in the blood of their enemies. Probably. They brought the blood to a boil. Ooh. Yeah. Fucking Fast and the Furious Anytime here, we address dude. anything outside, we sound like fucking idiots because we can't hear it. Sometimes they can hear it. A motorcycle drive by. Wow. What? Yeah. Look, you're listening to this podcast again. But I, dude, today I was sitting in this garage and I just heard a car crash straight up. Can't explain it any other way. I love it. I heard love metal my, on yeah. metal. And I was like, what the fuck? And you know me, dude, I got up. I ran outside. I'm a looker, dude. I you go gawk? out there and I just, I gawk, dude. I get out there and I just look. Cause what the fuck are you going to do? Cocker magazine. Over my here. earth too, dude. I'm standing out here on the sidewalk. I'll enjoy. be that man till I die, dude. Enjoy the show. So I go out there to just enjoy some human suffering. No, I'm just kidding. But anyway, I get out there and you're not kidding. Uh, well, it's crazy. You've seen crazier things, you know? How often are you going to get a chance to go see a car crash instantly? Oh, I'm out there too, guy. I get it. Go ahead. Also, maybe there's a dead person or a person dying that needs attended to. So I'm like, okay, I should go outside. I go outside and it's just straight up like a black murdered out, like Mercedes rich, rich, like very expensive Mercedes mm-hmm. SUV. And the no other card to be found so then here i am i'm like fuck dude i could have been the judge jury and executioner if i had just come out here sooner if i could have saw the car but, speed I, but i have no idea what happened did mercedes hit someone what did I mean, it look like it was just shit all over the road dude there was just plastic and metal all over the place the guy was out of his car and he seemed fine but he was like just looking at the shit and then eventually he just drove all over the rubble off to the side street because he's on fountain avenue which rush hour this is like five o'clock no 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 no. he was like so there were a lot of people out there being like yeah no somebody he was fine he got out he was fine somebody just fucked up his car but anyway i just kind of stood there in the street and then and then it was like i reached this point where i was like well what am I doing? Just sitting here enjoying someone's horrific day. I guess I should go back inside. He wasn't in need of medical help, and I'm just standing there laughing and some not laughing, but treating it like television almost. You saw the damage. Yeah, I did. I was like, well, this is fucked up. Anyway, so the funny thing is that uh, they just hey, do you know that if you crash your car and let's just say your head explodes and there's blood everywhere and there's glass and plastic, they don't clean that shit up. They tow the car, they transport whatever bodies and wreckage there may be, if any, but then they just leave all the junk from the car in the street. I've been listening to people drive over that shit all night. People are just running over glass and plastic. Nobody gives two fucks. What am I going to do? I'm not going to go out there and sweep it up, dude. No, no, they don't do that. They don't do that. They tow the car and they leave it there really yeah and did you know it's the same thing when like people kill themselves too do you know if someone like you have to solve that shit i'm this is again welcome back to the podcast everybody they hose it down they don't hose anything down dude you they gotta sort that fucking splat 
They scoop up a body. Buddy, don't let, don't make me have to explain to you that this is the truth. I need a story. Don't make me I source per- see. No, you don't. I need no, to you see. Don't. I need, you need to testify that you saw a body on the street. I shit. My <laughs> word is, is gold, okay? Prove That's it. That's what it is, dude. If that happens, you got to call a hazmat crew to handle that shit. Like the family. Yeah. Well, okay. And they charge a lot of money because those guys have seen the devil and they just keep coming back every day. Well, okay. Spraying I guess it down. Yeah, you're going to pay them. At what condition does a body... At what condition is a body so dismembered that it can't be brought in for an autopsy? No, dude. They take the body. But the splish splash. That's the law. They have to perform... I guess they don't have... I guess it's family's choice if they want an autopsy. But it's like a car crash. That's what I'm saying. Take it out and then whatever's left over. Well, I thought it was weird. Try not to fucking forever hold this in your brain. I thought it was weird because I did. I'm not going to get into the story, but I did. I I did see someone get thrown from a car and helped out. Got taken care of. Came back. Literally. Literally saw someone get thrown out the window of a car onto their, fucking, onto their fucking face. Yeah. Insane. It was a traumatizing experience. Uh, I've suffered trauma. Anyway. Yeah. If well, you listen to the show, you get these bits. But <laughs> anyway, I when I came back, there was one ambulance taking off. It was all cleaned up. I swear within 13 minutes, it was yeah. all cleaned up. It just I disappears. It's not even a memory anymore. But it's that's could, like... But they cleaned up the puddle guy. Oh, I didn't well, even know where it, I didn't even know where it happened. That's good. The crew around your place is good. Out here they don't give a fuck. But what I've heard, here's what I've heard. I've heard if it's a drug or a gang related crime, they clean it up quick. The city oh, will clean it up very yeah. fast. Well, they don't want yeah. that's yeah, you don't want that in the public eye. But then it's also like LAPD, dude. Like if a, if there was a gang shootout here and they like misfired and shot four people, LAPD would have been like, "Well, you shouldn't have been standing outside." True. So you think so? <laughs> what do you think? You know them to be purveyors of truth and justice for for the most part. You know what? I don't think I've ever I've I've never had an interaction with an LAPD police officer. I've only had one since I've been here. I've had one interaction with a Beverly Hills police. Do you, I got a story? I've only had one and it was one time I came down and there was a homeless guy jerking off in my carport and I was like, can't stand. I can't allow this. So only time I never call the police on the homeless, but I'm like, this dude's out here. He's going to shoot somebody's eye out. He needs to be. You didn't try to resolve it yourself at first. I tried to suck him off. He said he wasn't into it. Called me gay. So I was like, fine, I'll call the cops. You homophobe. What choice do you have? Well, choice do I have? Yeah. What's your story? So I was driving at this point. I'd only I'd been here less than a year and I was driving to work in Beverly Hills. Okay. And I hadn't changed. I had Ohio plates. I hadn't changed anything. All right. So I get like tailed by a cop for a little bit. And I'm, and I, I was like, all right, he's pulling me over. I don't know what I did, but he pulls me over and he said, he gives me shit about, oh, well, you've got Ohio plates. He's like, how long you live here for? I lie. I say like three months or something like that. I've been here for four hours. Yeah, exactly. I just got here. And then he pulls me over and I was like, oh, I thought I had six months. And then he says to me, this was the weird part. So anyway, everything's legit. He's pulling me over and it could be worse, but this is the thing. Could be a lot worse. It could be a lot could worse. Have been worse. He's kind of like. He's got this like shit eating grin on his face the whole time. All right. Yeah. He's a cop. So he says, 
He says, give your license and registration. I give him my license and registration. He comes back and he says, uh, when was the last time you were arrested? And I was like, uh, and I'm think in my head, is I he doing mental jujitsu with you real he quick. Is, he is. Yeah. I've been there. He says, what you like when, like when was the last time you were arrested? I was like, I was like, Oh, that's when you hit him with the choke slam. And you're like, well, I got out yesterday. Yeah. I'm not. No. <clears throat> and then he shoots you through the glass and says you had a gun. It turns out he was right. He might have. Your uh, family doesn't know any better. They're so removed. He might have liked it. He might have liked the joke. I don't know. But he I at this point, I'm like at this point. You know what? I'm in the wrong and yeah, tread lightly. He says he's I was like, oh, I've been arrested. He said, well, you pause there. I was like, I don't know what to tell you, man. You can like look me up in the system or whatever. I've never been arrested. And he's like, all right. Okay. And he's like, I pull all right. Out, Good answer. I, I get out my insurance um, and in my glove compartment is my Ohio license, which has a hole through it. Okay. Yeah. I, don't you hate that? That pissed me off when I got a California license. They were like, going to punch a hole through your old one. I'm like, you don't own that. And they're like, we kind of do. And you're like, I, I think they do kind of. I mean, I wasn't going to fight him on it, but anyway, they put a hole through it and then, and then this guy says, what's that? And I was like, oh, it's my Ohio license. And he's like, why is there a hole through it? And I was like, they put it in there. And then he says, he's like, you know, they only do that for people that get DUIs. I'm like, guy, I don't have guy, a DUI. Look what are we up. doing here? Yeah. What do you want? You want you, if you, the law book is tall enough that you could find something to take me to jail right now if you really wanted to. So what are we doing? But he's got the shit eating grin. And at this Either point, fuck me or let's go like it, Well, okay. I'm not dude. You got to understand, man. I'm playing the game. I'm enjoying this fact that he's fucking with me because at this point he has the right to, t- to make me get out of my car, tow my car, take it, get it impounded because my tags right. are expired in Ohio. He could do that to me. Isn't that literally like the weight of cops now? It's like, hey, we can just cause a logistical nightmare in your life. That's one of our methods to get you to do whatever. I'm in the wrong though, man. That's true. You know, it's true. You're right. He could have done dude. that. And he just says, all right, well, and then he's like, I forget what he says to me, but he's like, yeah, you sure you haven't been arrested? He says, he's like really harping on this thing. I'm like, and at this point I realize I'm like, okay, all right, I'm fine. He's just playing with me now. Yeah, he's, he's just, ca- he's just like mouse cat and mouse thing. I'm like, all right, cool. And then he let me go. And honestly, it's one of those things it's like, yeah, is he fucking with me? Is that professional? No. But at the same time, I'd rather be fucked with and like just kind of mess around with than a guy being like, get out of your car. We're going to tow your car, take it, get impounded. And then I got a nightmare on my hands. So Beverly Hills cop, I'm like, thank you for just kind of playing cat and mouse with me instead of just giving me. They a just want something to do, dude. Beverly Hills cops nowadays are like, well, we bust people who are transporting crack cocaine and we bust Trump rallies that break out every now and then. Other than that, not a whole lot going on. Maybe some wife kills her husband. That would be a fun day. But then they're like, so see you driving by through Ohio plates. They're like, oh, buddy. I mean, I'd probably do the same. I I gotta stop. Let me tell you what part of town you're in now, buddy. If there hasn't been like a, uh, you know, civil dispute that ended in bloodshed for a while, fuck with the white dude. Fuck with the white dude who's with Ohio plates. Yeah. Why know that? that? You know? Yeah. Do you even know where you are? You're in the most affluent neighborhood in America. He was nice. He yeah. wasn't bad. He was a good. He was a good cop, man. What's a Beverly Hills cop like? I feel oh. like Beverly Hills cops are all, all ones who have previously shot somebody and they just kind of like no. they disappear for a little bit and then they get put to some affluent neighborhood. 
Buddy, that's exactly what happens before you dispute that. That's 100% what happens every time. No, it's not. Yeah, no, There's dude, no, way no you it's, even it know is that. what happens. It is what happens. So you, if you're a cop, you shoot somebody, you just don't get to go work at GameStop. You got to go be a cop again. That's really all you know. They just rehire them in some suburban rich area. No, they're going to be like, well, they, uh, dude, cops will be shooting people shot- everywhere. Oh, they'd be like, oh, I want to go work in Beverly Hills. Probably get a better check, better department, better, like more money. Why not? I'm just saying, dude, that's how it goes. I, it is not. How would you it know that? It is how it goes. So for Ray, you want me to drop names? Yeah. Ray Tenzing, when he shot uh, Sam DuBose in Cincinnati, where did he end up? Coleraine Police Department. Still there now. Is Coleraine nice? It's a suburb. It's not. Ne- okay. It's not necessarily always nice, but they just send him to a suburban. They take him out of a city police force and put them in a suburb. They put them in AKA an all white precinct. Okay. That makes sense. And that's then, legit. And then they stay cops. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad I sold you on the truth of the world. You had to that. Well, you <laughs> weren't going to go read you. about it. So like, what? I, well, I, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I figure like if you do shoot someone, if you're a cop and you shoot someone, you, I think if you end up, if that happens, you, how many did he get? You don't get to be a cop How anymore. How many do you get? No, you're done. I think you should be done. If you have to like shoot someone, be like, all right, oh, you did it. You reached on. the end. Sometimes you got to shoot somebody. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying it's like, I'm not saying that it's like, it's you should be ashamed and you never get to, you never get the opportunity to be a cop again. I'm saying it's like, you know what? You got put in a position, a very traumatic experience where you had to like end someone's life. Maybe, maybe you only have to do it one time. Yeah. Maybe for the rest of it, you get to just do clerical shit. It's kind of like dining and dashing at a restaurant. Like you can do it once and probably go back. You do it twice. They're going to remember your name. People are gonna be watching out for you. You're not allowed to go to that steak and shake anymore. Oh, dining and ditching at a steak and shake is like that's rough. That's rough. Everybody yeah. loses. You ever dined and dish? I've dined and dash at a steak and shake several times. Oh, buddy. Yeah. Criminal. Well, I was like 16. I mean, what do you want me to I'm not pay perfect. for your meal? That's what I want you to do. I was 16. I was a shithead. All right, fair enough. What's what happens? What? How does that go down? I've never done it. Uh, you're at Steak and Shake, and no one comes to give you a check after a fucking hour. So you say, "All right, well, I got other shit. To, I got drugs to do. Oh, and beers to drink." You were a cool sixteen year old. No, I'm just kidding. I wasn't that cool. But was that it was the, a thing. It was literally like, it's been an hour, and friends are like, "Fuck this!" All right, like we've been sitting here forever. Just ran out because I was a shitty sixteen year old. That's somewhat justified though. You kind of did justify it. You know, you pulled it back. Dude, a little I bit. was at a German restaurant yesterday and I was sitting on like a beer patio and it was a solid 45 minutes. I couldn't get anyone to give me a check. You you I couldn't pay. I was spending 45 minutes to pay and I'm sitting there like I'm flagging. I never do a flag down, dude. I never flag people down at a restaurant. I think that's cunty and I don't like to do it. But I had to flag this motherfucker down. Well, what happened was, dude, shift change. Dude clocked out by the time we left. He was gone. So then he, he didn't convey. So then I'm out here. Then I, then in my mind, I'm like, okay, well, I'm running free you right now. You can kind of slide off. That's what I was no thinking. No one's on the hook. I didn't do it because I'm a grown-up You should have listened to your 16-year-old, Zach. I more so didn't do it because I want to go back to this German restaurant. But I just sat there like, nobody knows what's going on here. I can just slip out into the wind. You know, but I didn't. Oh. I, I had to flag someone down. 
And then they instantly gave me the check and I left. But I was sitting there like waiting for a solid 45 minutes to leave, watching a line form like down the street of people trying to get to the table. And I'm like sitting there like, wow, this is rather funny. I'm sitting here watching a line of people trying to get a table that I'm also trying to leave. You should have slid out, dude. If they're I, acting like you don't exist, it's be like, watch me. You'll you'll notice my existence when I try to ditch this check. When I bounce on an eighty dollar tab, yeah, oh okay. yeah, dude. They'll be like, hey, that guy, that guy, get back here. So All of a sudden, was, you'll you'll sort of like float back into existence, man. That was solo, by the way. I got two schnitzels and seven beers by myself. You so. were not. No, Get dude, out. I didn't do that. I was going to say. No. <laughs> that would be like, they just wouldn't want to be near you. They'd be like, that guy, just get him out of here. It's just, he just smells like grease and beef jerky. Just get him out of here. And it would be their fault for serving you all that. Imagine yeah. having, sa- I wonder what the saddest meal at someone's ever had at a restaurant. Don't, you don't want to go down this road. Have you here. seen it? <laughs> had this, have I seen it? Probably. You know what I think the worst guy is? I've seen people eating alone at a Johnny Rockets. So you tell me. I got to be up there. I think what's worse than the guy. I can't dine alone. I have heard people say they loved it. Like it's awesome. They like to get a meal alone. It's awesome. I don't like it. I really don't. Dude. Fuck people who tell you it's weird. Like sometimes table. What do you do while you wait for your food? Just fuck. I don't know. What? Write in a notebook. Really? Read the news. I guess that could be nice. It is nice, dude. I sometimes would do it a lot. Like when I was often, I'd be like after work trying to go to like a comedy open mic, and then I'm just like killing time. Like I gotta eat a meal, so I'm just like eating alone. You could write some jokes. Yeah, throw some funnies. You can do anything. That's why people make you feel weird about it because they're insecure about themselves. They can't go eat alone because they have friendship issues. I'm just bad at time management. That's really it. Is that it? You spend forever there. I just can't like. I just can't use my time wisely. My waiting time. I guess I could. I, there's nothing I can do sitting at a dinner table that would be productive. You can't write anything. You can't. What am I going to write? What? Hmm. Write your fucking. My what? Write your autobiography that gets turned into an HBO Max original limited series. I guess you're right. I do kind of do some autobiographical. You're like We don't. This is garbage. You're, you're white. This is boring. It's mostly Indiana. I think I could have, I think I could have, you're not Ron Howard. So we're not giving you this deal. I think you could do, I think you could do eight episodes of eight different stories that I have in my life. That would make a good like Netflix succinct season. I think I've got eight stories. I got eight good stories that I could, that That I could could be everybody on the planet though. You know, I'm just saying I got eight. I can't vouch for everyone. I just say I could fill in uh, Afghanistan. Who's like, yeah, oh, you I'm want to sure hear he some could, shit, dude. I give you, I give you seven seasons. Of no, shit. I'm not comparing myself to the Afghani electrician. I'm just saying. There I'm just saying is. the Afghani electrician. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Three weeks in a row we've done this, dude. All right. Love it. We'll talk. We'll talk. There's nothing to talk about. All right. The jury's been called. I, I think I could do. You know what? I'm gonna raise the bar. I think I could do uh, Bertoff Chronicles season one and two. Fuck it. 12 episodes a season. No, no one's watching this show. I got my dine and ditch story. Oh, I got my. It's funny. I did say I didn't. I'd never you should start a dish podcast. Part, I, I maybe <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. 
Uh, Dude, speaking of Afghani electricians, I was reading uh, a, a what? Fast, Where are you going with this? I was this? reading a fascinating article today about Osama bin Laden's son, Omar. Well, he's just a painter now. He's just a painter, and he draws landscapes of the American Southwest, you know, from like 1800 to 1850. He's obsessed with like cowboys and Indian American folklore. He was very, I mean, he was estranged. Is that the word? I mean, he's not in jail or dead. So, yeah, he was pretty removed from Osama, I think. Yeah, I feel like Osama really like because I saw a picture. It was so interesting to me. It was Osama bin Laden on family vacation in like Iran. And it was like they had like a really nice looking family, very large, nice looking family. He kind of went rogue. He's a black sheep. Have you ever seen the photos of Osama bin Laden or the video of him just like watching TV in his house like he's just sitting watching like American news in his house like eating I think cereal out of a bowl if I can find this video I'm obviously going to play it just being a human just being human like he loved friends like the show friends I guess he was big into I swear to God and he would also just sit there and smoke weed he would just smoke his fucking bong I guess this man this man bombed the Twin Towers, who essentially the lifestyle I described is that of a manager at a, a hot topic. And this man yeah. disrupted the free world as we know it. Just smoking weed, watching friends. And then eventually they stormed his place and killed him. Allegedly. What? Is it weird that he was buried at sea? Where the fuck's an ocean around Afghanistan? Tell me. They threw him in the Indian Ocean. I don't know, man. I don't know, dude. We're not Tim Dillon. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying, like, what the fuck is... That was, like, instant when they were, like, we buried him in sea. I think I was 16, and I was like, listen, I know I'm pretty dumb, but I don't think there's an ocean around Afghanistan. How dumb am I? Is it there? I hope not. It's... Okay, so I think you found him in Pakistan, right? Yeah. Pakistan was harboring him. They won't claim it, but at this point, it's funny. Like, all right, well, I agree. Like, I think it's just what I, maybe he was already dead, maybe something, but at this point, it's you all think th- there would be proof. I think it's all theater anyway. Good point. And at least it's all out of my control. So I was just like, oh, it's like now we're going to do this thing on the news where we say Osama bin Laden died and Osama bin Laden was entirely like, it's also like, was he entirely like, did he come up with the entire plot to, it seems like it. Yeah, so mean, we're told. Everything's well, like so we're told. So it's like if you're incredulous of the of the second story, you got to be incredulous of the first. Well, listen, right? you know, we gave him a big confidence boost when we just funded his entire army in the 80s to fight the Russians. You know, he was like, listen, maybe I do got potential. You know, they someone gave him a shot. He's like, I can do a lot with this. And then he turned on the U.S. You know, what are you going to do? But one time I went into a head shop at a mall and I swear to God, the first thing I heard was this guy at the counter talking to the the employee saying yeah so it's all it's all live bin laden's been in the united states doing dialysis in 2003 doing dialysis on dialysis whatever and i was just like and i've never i it's stuck with me my whole life thinking about the idea of bin laden living in the united states he moved to the u.s two years after 9-11 he's like yeah it's cooled off I can I can probably pop back in so I can get my kidneys taken care of. It's one of those things where I don't like. Why are you thinking about Osama bin Laden so much, guy in the mall? 
I got, oh yeah, okay. No, I thought you were asking me and I was like, listen, I got well, fed. Well, you too. Well, I got fed the article about Omar, Osan, Omar Bin Laden. Got you thinking about Bin When's Laden. When's he going to get a podcast? Holy shit. Spotify is going to give Omar Bin Laden a podcast any minute now. I heard they're actually putting him on the Bruce Springsteen Barack the, Obama the podcast. Barack Obama Thunder Road He's to He's the third renegade, dude. Th- Thunder Road to Equality and Freedom podcast. Yeah. Good old Bruce just got popped for a Dewey back in New Jersey. Oh, did he really? Yeah. And then it's all of a sudden his podcast comes out and all the charges get dropped. It's like, listen. Did they really? Is yeah, that yeah, a true yeah. story? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw we got to give the heart. I think, he, I think he even went to zoom court. God, dude, to be some intern at that place to record that zoom call at the government of Bruce Springsteen on his DUI. God, that's I saw. I got a new give, national treasure. I got to give uh, the hard times a shout out. They said yeah. it was like there was an article. The headline was opinion. Bruce Springsteen should be allowed to drive drunk. <laughs> Like yeah. I, I didn't realize that that was the it, it, it was I just assume he has been his whole life. Honestly, it's the songs are that of a man who's riding dirty all the time. Yeah, I know. Well, it's He's, a man with a lot of pain that you know probably drives a truck. So I I disagree. I think it's the opposite. He's so fucking famous now that like it's the opposite of pain. He thinks he's untouched. He thinks he's like Jersey's jesus he's jersey jesus so he's like i'll give i'll give fucked up drive around red bank new jersey in my truck that's what we did if he can get if he can get every citizen or anyone that lives in new jersey to admit that they'd be honored to die in a drunk driving accident by the hand of bruce springsteen he should be able to do it it didn't stick because the entire state of new jersey cannot throw stones at someone for getting a dui you can't it would be it would be a mockery so he he even got it he's like they don't give a fuck half of them got it leaving my show i <laughs> my music has caused more duis than any fucking song in the history of mankind probably and you're gonna come at me try pop me give me fine i'll pay what's the ticket uh it's like seven thousand okay is the zoom call over yet Bye, guys. I got to go record an episode on equality and police reform with Barack Obama. How do you get popped? I don't know. He was just, I guess someone drove up. Checkpoint or just? Literally, it was like right around the time that Jeep commercial came out. This is old news, but nonetheless. Oh, is it? Yeah, but it's not old, old, but you know, he's got the pot. He's got the renegades and rustlers. It's interesting. Like, it's interesting if you don't like. DUIs are so forgivable, right? But if you, and I guess it depends. They're so forgivable that our country has set up a for-profit system to handle them. What is that? Essentially. There's like seven different people make money off DUIs. You lose a lot of money because you're nobody. They fuck you. You're getting like several lawyers are going to make money. The court's going to charge you a shit ton of fees. The government's going to get out of that. Like, are you a DUI? Are you a DUI apologist? I don't think that's. I'm not. No, I'm no, I'm not. You're like sympathizing with the I, drunk drivers. Here. I believe firmly. This is something I've always believed that you should never, ever get caught driving drunk. I've always believed that. Nice. So classy. <laughs> classy. So it would be wrong of me, I think. Um, no, I. Yeah, you can't be going around being Bruce Spring. He's probably listening to his own music too, just fucked up singing Thunder Road to himself. 
You think so? Probably Is ran over a horse. That no one even hear about that. Yeah, he's married. Is he? Okay. He's yeah. a man of the Lord now, I think. I think Bruce went God. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I don't support it. But I just lost respect for him. Dude. Listen, I mean, Bruce is undeniable from the start of his career to about to literally born in the USA. All those albums are fantastic. After that, he's kind of just a commercial now, which sucks, but that's how it is. He's not even a real person now. I saw I listen. I'll put the cover of his latest album on here and it's laughable. Why? Because the man is out here dressing up like he's in fucking Red Dead Redemption out to kill a bear and skin one in the the deep wilderness. Like there's snow everywhere and he's got like a giant Sherpa jacket and there's a lot of horse imagery lately in his music. It's just very candid. He's gone. He's really gone into this crazy direction of just leaning into like, how can I be America personified? Okay. And sell that back to people. Hey, man. Or I'm a hater. Both can be true. The thing is, once, if we'll never know, because we'll never reach that level of success. I'm never going to find out. But like, once you get to a certain point, you're probably like, probably artistically, you get to a point where you're like, I kind of said everything I wanted to say. Yeah. Now I want to, I want to make money. I want a billion dollars. Yeah. You'd be Iggy Pop. So yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to privately own a slave. Yeah. That's where you get. That's where he gets. I want to get to. Well, I mean, it's like Epstein. You know what I mean? He's like, you get to a certain point where you're like, I just bought everything. I'm going to try to do crimes. I'm going to try to have experiences that are that are the worldwide known as horrific things to do. I'm going to see if I have enough money that I can get away with it. I'm going to try and do them. That's well, then it's like, how can I raise the bar of my life? Oh, I guess I can, can try to commit new types of crimes. People don't even know about yet. Ooh, yeah. You, you you need to create legislation around yeah. the bad shit yes. you're doing. Yes. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty that's good. That's how you're a, know you're a top dog. I think that's like a lot of like hackers do. It's is like they, Bruce Springsteen driving drunk and then Vlad, the CEO of Robin Hood, basically one and the same in that category. Yeah, I'm trying to think what's a crime. What's not a crime? What's something you could possibly do that isn't technically a cr- Wow. Is is there anything you could possibly think of that is really bad but isn't technically I'm not a crime attempt right now because it would obviously be very hard. Well, I know there is a lot of things. Have you heard of common law? I mean, yeah. It's like the idea that like there are certain like fraud or something like that. It's this very like overarching thing that gives the courts a lot of leeway to kind of, you know, god, jurisdict whatever they see fit and then after that case you have like roe v wade right you, there's laws put in place after roe v wade based on the case so you have these very broad laws like for instance you know what it is if you watched on hbo i love you now die if you coerce yeah or you coax there someone you to commit suicide talking. are you guilty on, of second first degree murder honest social media app a very important distinction to make there but yeah, boy, talking about using powers for evil, right there, thinking of new crimes. What's the the newest crime has to be? It's going to be something like I accidentally sold one of my children time, trying to buy Bitcoin. Like what? Do, and then they're like, okay, we're going to have to invent a type of 
family crime to put this guy in jail. I could see there being some sort of a loophole where you end up like giving up a child for adoption and make like $4,500. So people will just keep doing that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? There's like no crime against it, but for some like weird loophole, you end up getting a check for $4,500. If you have a child and you give it up for, I'm just throwing it's shit out like there. Receiving stolen property almost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. now you find that again, this is going to be another great HBO max documentary since that's what our life is now is the guy who accidentally went on the silk road and sold one of his children for Ethereum. Accidentally, accidentally sold, packaged them up, put them in a box like, oops, well, whoopsie, someone came in his house and stole the kid. They got their property, you know? Oh, oh, okay. Well, poor guy. It sucks. You gotta, you Fuck gotta around, get your kid stolen. <laughs> Don't use Robin Hood. I don't know. Don't use the Silk Road. <laughs> Have you ever been on one of those? Have you ever been on one of those sites? I went on the Silk Road you back did. in the day. Yeah. What'd you find? I should not have said that. But you can. It's not a crime to go on the Silk Road. No, it's not. But it's not something that the uh, the hard drives need to have on record of me saying. But yeah, it might put you on a list. But like, well, yeah, back in the day, you probably was, got put on the list when you went there. Oh, this is so long ago. Maybe I'm still on it. Throwing an incognito? I didn't go on it. I didn't know how to get on it, but I knew a friend who was... I He knew how to get on it. So I was like, I want to see what this shit's all about. And I looked and it was, you know, it's. I didn't see anything like horrific, but it was more so like in... It was scary in the sense that it was like an underdeveloped website. That's what it, I'm saying. It just didn't look good. Unsettling. It's like, why? Yeah. What is that? Why doesn't this look like Amazon? I don't understand. Isn't it weird if it did have like, you know, border radius two pixels or like a nice uh, Helvetica font or something? Yeah. Like, cur- like, well, wait a second. What web designer worked on this? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're implicit. It's funny. Complicit. It's funny because I watched this really is really it's called the the dark side of the Silk Road, which is kind of a funny name, but it's a, one of the best videos on YouTube. Um, and it's the story of the Silk Road and the Silk Road guy, he was, he put up a job listing for a junior developer. Isn't that crazy? He just hired someone on Indie. He's just, he was basically like, I'm looking kind of like for an intern. Imagine being the intern. That's like looking for the first job, got a CS degree and they're going, getting out of college. Like, okay. And then I wonder how long it takes you to be like, oh no, what this is your, this like is worse than a pyramid scheme. You see 10 grand for a person in a box. You're like, yeah, is this for real? What's going on here? Yeah. You're 19. You're like, I assume it's legit. It was on indeed. Why are there so many photos of wooden crates on this website? I'm working on what's going on here. Yeah, no, I mean, it must've been, it must've been, it, it's just interesting that like he did scout regular people to work for him. You got to hire somebody, dude. He should. Yeah. Speaking of ZipRecruiter, uh, we <laughs> yeah sponsor of the show. I have a okay. I have a that's action. how we can get ZipRecruiters. We can start. It's like, wait, are you looking for someone to help you design the UX of your child trafficking alt website? ZipRecruiter.com helps both employers and employees find great work. Well, here's here's the thing. This is the interesting thing about to me about that story. Like, if you look, that kid's a nerd. He's a nerd. Yeah. He's a nerd like me, dude. Just like a guy that knows how to build websites. Way more intelligent. Slightly evil spirit, maybe? Yeah, and way more intelligent. But that being said, he 
no, no guy. He just liked building stuff. And then all you build a platform that's like completely anonymous and you aren't thinking about the implications. At what point do you get, at what point do you get building the website and really start seeing what your clientele, like what's the first thing sold on the Silk Road where you're like, what have I done? It's like, um, it's probably just like weed. It's probably like weed back in like 2014. It's like a full size plush stuffed animal, but it has no packaging or tags or anything. And it's, it sells for like $140,000. That's probably it. You win. You uh, got it. No. (laughs) Yeah. What is, what is this? And he's just like, well, you know, (laughs) that's an easy one to look the other way on. That's freedom. Collectibles. (laughs) Yeah. It's just a, this guy loves full size plush animals. Yep. That's what he's into. I don't ask what that, this is how people get locked in this thing of like, I don't ask questions. So I'm, it's all good. Yeah, not turn complicit. a blind eye. Yeah. I have ooh, I have a question for you. Yeah. This was a reality I came up with. It's risky. It's risky. But yeah. you gotta take risk in the podcast game. Yeah, let's go into this alternate reality real quick. This is something I was thinking about. Um I was thinking if I started if I fell in love and this would be the great I kind of I don't know what's gonna happen in my life, but I was I would love this thought experiment if I fell in love with a trans woman. Okay. And the Thanksgiving that I bring her home to meet my parents and my family, I was thinking about this. I'm like, this would be the greatest moment of my life. Bringing my trans girlfriend who's probably like pretty female, pa- probably fit pretty female passing. Cause that's yeah, more you, what I'm attracted to. Yeah. But bring her home and then just, and then just like watch my family react to it. And then and in it's kind of like, I mean, it would be fun, probably be fun for her too, just to wait and just like wait for my mom, wait for my dad, wait for my brother. Just like wait for the first person to be like, like, are they going to say dick? anything? Like, are they going to be like, they're just like, I know they'd be uncomfortable, but they, they would all just like wait for the moment where I wonder how they would approach it. If they ever would approach it, if I would marry her, just move on, like get up, get it, like go on with my life. At one point, are they like, would they just say nothing or do you it think they would speak up? This would start basically what's happened is I, I know this family dynamic. Well, okay. No one will say anything. They'll all secretly talk about it behind your back afterwards and be like, well, we love him. We support him. We just want to be happy, all that. And then those conversations will happen for the whole, like your whole relationship until one day it'll bubble up just to the point that with you're with your dad going to Home Depot or something and you're in the truck and he's like, so be honest with me. She got like a dick. Are you like, what's he would. He would. I just, it's okay. We just want to know. Like, he they would? would just want. I like the idea of like your. I don't know that your family is like this at all. They're not. The idea of a family being so so far behind and so backwards that their son brings home a trans person to Thanksgiving, and like the only question that they can get out is like, does this mean you're gay or something? Or like, are you gay? They're just so backwards. <laughs> like, yeah. the way, are you gay or not? That's all we want to know. If you are, that's fine. You're like, well, I mean, it's a little more complicated than that. That it's like a spectrum. He's like, I'm, if you're gay, that's fine. I just would. Just, you're my son. You know what I'd you say? Know? You know what I'd say? What's I just that? say, yeah. 
Yeah, I guess I am. For, I don't. For in the, your eyes, for the intents and purposes of what you need to understand about me, the answer is sure. Yeah, you know, and, and depending on the night, yeah, yeah. But it, also, it's kind of funny though, because like, it's dude. In reality, We're though, we're gonna buy these propane tanks or not. We're gonna sit in the car talking. Yeah, jib jabbing about right. whether or not I want a giant dick in my mouth. We got we got we're, steaks we're that need steaks, grilled and we have Aaron. no propane. Yeah, it's like um, and then it, then it brings up the question. It's like, what else do you want to know about what I'm into? Yeah, doors open now. Yeah. What else you want to know about? You want to know right? Because that's it. It's like now if you're if you're asking questions, you this is if you have any questions, I will answer them. Provided it's not too graphic about my wife. Yeah, go crazy, Dad. Uh, let's get to know each other. Yeah, let's finally let's open these doors. That's taken us 38 years to. F- Pry open. You gotta be careful though, because then your dad could come back at you and give tell you what he's, he's putting like, up well, his butt. This is good that we're having this conversation. Then it just turns to the end of call me by your name. Cause he's like, I am also gay. And uh yeah, I hate your mom. She hates me. You misinterpreted what? the end of that movie. A lot of people did. I don't think that's the way that I think I don't think the, the dad either way, movie podcast. He's gay. He loved his wife. Army. Of course he did. Platonically, Plato. If you get hard, you come inside a woman, you make a baby, you love her. They all three could have been, and gay, you're not gay. They all three could have been gay. The guy they invited to come tutor this young boy ended up wanting to cannibalize women. So they can all be gay together. It's oh, fine. Dude, free Army Hammer, man. A guy can have a fetish, can have a fantasy. Jeez, why would someone leak that, dude? I'm so disappointed in us for like, like. There's no. It's like kind of funny, dude. If I, I've said some freaky shit, dude. You ain't gonna cancel me. You gotta. I'm into weird shit. I like taboo shit. Listen, relax. You got free army. I I agree. I don't want to kink shame Army Hammer, but at the same time, you know he wanted to eat his wife's rib. So like, what are you, you just gonna let some guy going around talking about wanting to eat people's ribs? Sure, it's it's Until private. It's, it's no one's Until business. Until it's too late. If that's their fetish, it's none of your business. Like we said, people reenact no. rapes. Fucking chill. We, yeah. It's like, we talked about this, though. When you start removing parts of your body as part of the kink, that's where the line is. I'm sorry. It's a fantasy. I'm sorry I'm as progressive as anybody, but if you're removing ribs to throw on the big green egg, come on. He's not. He did not do that. I know he didn't, but I think the point is that like he seems to have an interest in doing that. So what is it like he's just going to have this fantasy for his whole life and never act on it? So what happens if he acts on it? The Some fucking thought police. A girl the fantasy dies. police. A woman dies. You Someone, can't. Someone's daughter gets cannibalized and gets her blood drank by calling by your name. Well, that fucking happens then if it happens, but you can't wow. throw a guy in jail Life's, for yeah. wanting to do, for having a He's fantasy. He's not in jail. He's not in jail. No right. one's throwing him in jail. Everyone's just like, hey, you're a fucking creep. We don't want to work with you. That's democracy in action, dude. That's I love a free you, Army. Market. I actually grew to like him. Do you him. like a free market or not? Fair. Fair. He didn't go to jail. You're right. I'm wrong. Let's but. have him on the pod. <laughs>